go a little wider. Prince Ball back for Marshall. The footwork, the footwork. Benji Marshall. Now with speed. The footwork again. Away from Pichy. Passes without looking. Away for Richard. Back to Fitzhenry. That is as good as you will see. Alright, welcome back, ladies and gents, to another episode of the Supercoach Tragics podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Uh, this is the final round preview, so um, all the head-to-heads are finished, I guess, so it's all about overall now. So this will be our final round preview for the year, and uh, next week we'll be uh, talking about a bit of a roundup and probably uh, discuss uh, what we did wrong, what we did right, what we'll do next year, and then, um, yeah, then on to bigger and better things with uh, racing and BBL afterwards, so I'm excited about that. Um, well, we'll get started with the guest. So, uh, tonight, Timmy-O, uh, welcome back, mate. How was your week? Yeah, pretty good, actually, boys. I uh, had a really good week in Supercoach. I won, uh, won one of my cashies, which was fantastic. I think that's uh, got me about 250 bucks or something. I was trying to get confirmation earlier on exactly how much it was, and, and I haven't heard back yet. But, yeah, money will be on its way sometime shortly. Uh, what I have, I scored a 12.99. Uh, Very nice. It wasn't a bad score for the for the round. So yeah, it's um, uh, I had to do a few jinks to to sort of make sure that I won the um won my cashy. But yeah, all's well that ends well. Yeah, decent score this week, I think. That's very nice. Hmm. All right, next up we also have Ross. Ross, welcome back, mate. How was your week? Uh pretty average. Um, after scoring a sixteen hundred last week, I'm putting <laughs> about eleven oh seven this week. Um, yeah, no, it wasn't great at all. Just um, players didn't score well. It's just one of those rounds where. Everything went wrong, but um, lost about 800 spots. But, yeah, it is what it is. It's all right. Um, yeah, as I say, bring on the racing and the VBL now. So, <laughs> yes, can't wait. I'm about to have some credibility there when I start talking about something that I am actually decent at. So, <laughs> all righty. Thanks, mate. And uh, last but not least, we got our illustrious leader, Glenn, mate. How was your week? Yeah, it wasn't too bad, mate. I got 1,216, I think, or somewhere around that number. Mm-hmm. Um, went up a little bit and I, I was only in, in two head-to-heads, one versus Sangster of all people mm-hmm. and another one versus um, Popper's Fingers, Brad, and I managed to win both. So that was something, yeah, but, you know, it, I, I'm at 8K, mate. It's My season was done, really, it's for, as an overall player. Yeah, um, oh, my season was done for head-to-head and overall, so um, I've got nothing to really talk about either. So... Uh, I got an 11.72, which is probably around the par mark, I reckon, um, from what I can see. But um, like I said, I just made sure I had a, a solid fielded team and didn't worry about even watching too many games, frankly. I was just <laughs> was just a reminder of how bad my season was. So, um, all right, guys, let's get started and talk about the trade-ins for the week. And we'll start with you, Timmy. Uh, number one most traded in this week is Harry Grant. Thoughts there? Yeah, absolutely, mate. It's... Um... Especially with um, is Cook playing or no Cook's out because with uh, COVID, so absolutely you'd be going straight from Cook to Harry Grant, no brainer. Mm. Yeah, I think it's a uh, spot on. There's there's a couple of choices out there for hooker with obviously with Cook out, um, and you will come across uh, one or two more on this list as well. But I think Harry Grant's obviously number one, um, even though he is playing against Para as well. It's probably the toughest matchup um, for them, especially with uh, the way Para play against Melbourne. They tend to step up a little bit, but. Harry's just Harry. He'll he'll pull some good things out. So, uh, yeah, all right, he'll get he'll get plenty of minutes against Paris. So that's not an issue. Yeah, that's uh, right. They've got a lot, lot to fight for. 
Yeah, um, it would only be a case of, of if they were up by a squillion, then maybe maybe he's one of the guys that might get a rest. And so he's played plenty of footy this year. Mm, that's it. I'm looking forward to this match, actually, because you see what the Eagles do. They, they tend to step up against the Panthers in the storm. So it might actually yeah. be a cracker, cracking way to open the round. Yeah. All right. Number two, most traded in, Timmy. Uh, I like this one, actually. It's a, probably a little bit of a pod move, and that's Ronaldo against the uh, Knights this week. I think a nice little ceiling player there. To me or over to Roscoe? Over to Roscoe. <laughs> oh, is it to me? Oh, yeah, I don't mind it. I mean... He hasn't exactly been scoring that great, to be honest with you. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know about this one. I mean, it's okay, but I'd still probably prefer a Joey Manu or a Dal Holmes or someone like that instead. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't mind. It's okay, but he hasn't been setting the ball on fire, though. And this is the reason why I like it, um, is because people will be thinking the same way as that. And we know he actually can pump a ceiling out. And playing against the Knights, he could do anything. Um, so people are going to be doing what you said, and the smart choice would be to go to a Val Holmes or um, or even a, a Manu. But I, I think there's a nice little sidestep option there that could help you get a bit further ahead without. Um, obviously, you're risking a bit if you don't have Manu, but yeah, I like it a lot. Um, number three, most traded in this week is a bit of an odd one here, but I don't mind it either. Uh, Jordan Rapana up against the Tigers. When. Yeah, I like it, mate. I actually mm. like that one. I, I don't mind Molotalo either. I think both of them are good buys mm-hmm. this week. Um, yeah, I, I think if you're an overall player, which you'll be only playing pro ball scores now anyway, um, Rapana's actually a good buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it a lot. Especially versus our right edge. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, we'll move on to the next one. Um, we've already touched on him a little bit, but number four most traded in, Timmy, and that's Val Holmes. Up against a, a very, very soft Panther side and New South Wales Cup side, if you if you will. Thoughts there? Yeah, look, Bell's had a bit of an up and down last few weeks. He's he's had some big ones and had some fairly low ones, certainly by his standards. So, look, he's at this time of year, if you've got the money, you want to bring in the top class uh, center wings or high ceiling players. So, yeah, look, I understand why people are doing it, especially against a weakened Panthers team. But as we've seen throughout the year too, though, like Panthers have had a lot of games where they've played a fair few uh, reserve grade players and they've still played really good footy. So obviously they've got those systems in place down there at Penrith. And so, yeah, a lot of a lot of the time they're not really losing much. But, yeah, I mean, they've rested, what, half the team or three quarters of the team or something. So that's going to be a little bit different, I think, this week. But again, you look at it the other way. And so they're bringing through a, a almost premiership winning second grade team, aren't they? Like that's, that's pretty much what it is. So the guys that are leading the comp underneath, they're bringing most of the squad straight up. Mm. Yeah, Glenn? So everybody in that starting Panthers side has played first grade. And of the four on the bench, two of them have played first grade. So um, mm. it's a pretty formidable side. Yeah, I think um, also, I think Timmy touched on it before as well, but the culture down there when it comes to their, their drills and stuff, when it comes to defence is going to be there. I don't see it being as good as their first grade side, but it's still going to be pretty decent defence. It's going to be better than probably some of the first grade sides out there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Tigers. Um, so. I still think they'll they'll go okay. I don't expect them to to win, but I think they'll give the Cowboys a bit of a run. To be honest with you, I mean they are coming second in New South Wales Cup, and they are a good team, and there's some good players there. So mm-hmm. it's not it's not like you said. It's not like the Tigers, mate. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Um, Sorry, just before we go on, um, just breaking news too, Jerome Hughes has been ruled out for the Storm this week too. Oh. 
Wow. That might change uh, our number 10 most rated in spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, breaking news. I love it. Love it. Um, all right. We'll go to you, Roscoe, for number five most traded in this week. And um, oh, I'm not sure. I, I do like it a lot. Uh, I was thinking about this guy earlier on. That's Hudson Young um, up against the Tigers' edge. He's been quietly doing a very good job playing 80 every single week uh, and getting some pretty good um, points there. I've looked at him a while back and he's doing some pretty good things. Yeah, he's been scoring pretty well. Um, mm. But again, is it is it the sort of play you want to be doing in the last round? But I guess it doesn't really matter now that head to heads are finished. I mean, all for overall glory now. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind the trade. I don't think it's a great trade. He's not going to keep scoring tries every single week. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't hate the trade, but I'm not a massive fan of it. To be honest with you, I can kind of feel like it's chasing a bit. If that makes sense. Yeah, like especially with uh, I know he's get got, got a few scores over a hundred here, but most of them are around the sixty to eighty mark. Um, so and like we've always said before, if you want to try and go for glory and try and maybe get from you know two hundredth to the top one hundred, you want to try to get that high ceiling player. And he, I think, he, I don't think he's that guy. Um, on a week to week basis, so I think you'd rather go someone like a Mulatalo or someone in the center wing there to help boost your score. Well, it depends on where you need them. I mean, even if it's a back roll that you need, maybe if a feeder or someone like that, even too. Right? Mm, like the, 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 the Titans have got a good matchup this week, too. So, yeah. 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 Alrighty. All right. We'll move on to Glenn. And uh, number six most traded in player. Um, This kind of goes against what we were just talking about before by going high ceiling upside players. And that's Tarpany. Thoughts there? Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure the the mindset behind it. Maybe they've got Lolo and IPAP and they're done with Lolo. Mm. You know, I, I personally, if I was going to, if I had a trade left, I don't think I'd be wasting in that area. Yeah, totally you know, agree. Especially with all the Panthers players out, it means that you've got the money to buy a center wing. Yeah, oh, definitely. You, you might find it's a case of like they've, they've lost kick out and they've got to put a second rower in. So it, I could understand why they're trying to put in someone that's averaging 90 or whatever it is. Um, just to try and beef things up. Sorry, but just on that, the risk. But just on that, the risk is is if the Broncos lose to the Raiders, uh, Broncos lose to the Dragons, right? That means that our Raiders have already secured the top eight. Yeah. Which means then that he could get reduced minutes or even get rested. So for mm-hmm. me, I I think it's a risky trade. Yeah. Are you behold? You behold? If he's got if he's got a rib injury, if he's got he's got a rib injury and the Raiders are in the eight because Broncos lose, then surely they're going to reduce his minutes or rest him, keep him fresh for the finals. Yeah, he's going yeah. to be playing on painkillers. Ribs injuries don't go away in a couple of weeks. Yeah, totally no, agree. And on, on, on this, so on this list as well, you've also got to look at that. Um, there's like three Tigers players already on this list as well. Oh, sorry, three Knights Raiders players on this list already. So that's one thing that, yeah, good call there, Ross. I think um we really need to worry about the like Rapanas, the Hudson Youngs, and the Tarpanese. If you are looking at getting these guys in, really wait for that first uh, that that Broncos game. Uh, I think that'll decide your fate there. Well, that's it. I mean, the Broncos play Broncos play Saturday about five thirty. Mm. So mm. if you can hold off. Depending on who you're trading out, then maybe wait and see. You know, if they're if they're trading out low low, then they don't play until the game after the Broncos. 
mm. that might be worth. I mean, I guess you can reverse the trade, but yeah. Well, you've got pl- plenty of play, plenty of options there. So, like uh, Glenn touched on it earlier, like if you say you want to go a top and you're Hudson Young in the second row, and then you realize, yep, they're probably going to get rested now. Broncos lost. Yeah. Um, you're tucking a Britain Nakora who's playing okay. a bit later, and I love that move. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. All righty. Uh, we'll move on to you, Glenn. And this is a trade. I know we touched on Harry Grant at the start. This is a trade. This is one of the <laughs> options I actually don't mind. Um, if you're not going to go the Harry Grant route, and that's uh, Reese Robson up against the Panthers' weekend side. Um, it's definitely the second best option if you're um, looking for something different. Yeah, well, I mean, he's got the upside, you know, in that he's an attacking um, hooker. I actually don't like hookers in easy matchups. I prefer them in harder matchups because their base is a lot higher. And, um, you know, there's even, um, yeah, I don't hate it. I mean, I imagine people like me, I've got Grant and Cook, and I imagine some people are probably moving Cook on to Robson. So, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't hate it. I think the um, thoughts as well, like with the Panthers, they leak a lot of points actually to hookers and they have done all year. So yeah, you I, can't I, really judge that because this is a, a whole different team. completely different team. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. That's what I was thinking. That's probably why a lot of people are actually going this route and yeah. uh, not realizing that they're going to be playing against the reserve grade side. So, yeah, awesome. All right, Timio, another hooker option this week, which uh, I'm not a big fan of. Um, and that's McInnes, uh, number eight trader in this week, Timmy. That's funny because I was just going to suggest that as an alternative. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had McInnes for ages. Um, it's okay when he's starting. Uh, he seems to get a few more minutes and, and a few more points. It's a bit tough when he's coming off the bench. But generally, as soon as they lose a forward to injury or HIA or something like that, his minutes just go back up. So, look, it's um, he did have three average scores in a row uh, about a month ago. and uh, But then, yeah, he came up with the goods last week. I think he got a 70-odd or something. So that was really good. Um, I've had him for the last three months or whatever, two months, and yeah, you sort of you take the good with the bad with him. But if he gets the minutes, he gets the points. Yeah, he gets the points, but I'm a bit worried um, because he tends to get the points against those tougher teams, and he's up against the Knights this week. So I'm not sure if that'll be. I think he might get an average score if he's lucky. He might get a sixty. That's my thoughts anyway. Ross, uh, he's um, what was I going to say? Sorry, um, Dale Finnegan's named on the extended bench too. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So. But in saying that, I mean, there's plenty of options. You could always reverse it and go in the core or someone else instead. But um, he's still lurking around coming back from that injury. So there's a good chance he could come in and McInnes goes back to the bench. So just keep an eye out for that. Yeah, definitely. Good to I'd, watch. I'd say, it's, I'd say it's probably a trade where people can't afford Harry and uh, and a go on McInnes instead. McInnes is only 553K, whereas Harry's a little bit more than that at uh, 654. I actually prefer Brayley if I was going to go for a Sharks player. I'd agree, mate, especially in that matchup against the Knights. Um, yeah. I, I think he could he could put on a cricket score on his own, yeah. um, especially with his, his darts out of dummy half right at the, in front of the line. Just doing the stuff that most like McInnes used to do, but now that he's pushed back to 13 or off the bench, he doesn't get that opportunity. Mm. Well, just just quietly, I know um, this is probably, I don't want to say this out too loud, but I've, I've had uh, McInnes and Brayley in my team um, for the last half of the year. And um, I literally interchange them. If they have a tough matchup, I play McKinnis. If they have an easy matchup, I play um, Braley. And it has been actually giving me decent scores out of it. So Braley's smashing out 92s. And then that's the week that like, the McKinnis gets 42. Um, so it actually has worked out well for me. So I like Braley a lot in this uh, matchup. So awesome. All right. Number nine, most traded in play this week, Roscoe. Tino for Suomala Ali. I got it right first. Go, how good's that? I, I, I like the trade. He's been scoring really, really well. He's 
he pumped out a hundred and something last week. He pumped out about a ninety on the week before. Mm. That's playing about fifty to sixty minutes as well. So he's um he's just in beast mode at the moment. I really like it. Um, yeah, he's been he's been probably one of the most informed rowers in the last few weeks. So mm. I think it's a really good trade. I'm guessing people are trading out Lolo or whoever they're trading out. But um yeah, I like the trading. I think he's he's a good buy for sure. Yeah, I think um my favorite when you have those really good front rollers like the Tinos and Tarpanese and even the Painhasters, my favorite matchup to play him in is against the Warriors. Yeah. And when they have that big forward pack, that's actually a weak defensive side. It's like a good combination. Even the Bulldogs, another good combination. I like what these good forwards to play against. So Tino could do anything this week, and I really like that call. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be a touch up this game. I mean, it's the Warriors' last game at home, you know, as well, and they're going to have a decent crowd there. So I think. I think the Warriors will turn up, but I don't... Yeah, I still think Tino will score well. Really yeah, so that's what I'm saying. He yeah. tends to do good against those really big packs. Yeah. And um, Warriors had that big pack, but also not a very smart team at the moment. That, so but I do think there could be a close game, but I also think Tino yeah. has a decent score. Yeah. Is this going to be uh, Sean Johnson, buddy, New Zealand Warriors and New Zealand's favourite footballing son outside of probably Stacey Jones? Is this going to be his last ever game of footy or what? I reckon it will be. I reckon it will be for the Warriors. I reckon he'll. I reckon if anyway, I don't know if he'll retire. I think it end, could end up in Super League. Yeah, that's maybe. what I reckon. But I don't think he'll have a contract in there all next year. No, I don't think anyone's going to sign him up. I mean, look at the year he's had this year. He's been absolutely. He's been probably one of the worst halves this year, mm-hmm. alongside Luke, alongside Luke Brooks. Like honestly, I think even Brooks has probably had a better season than him. To be fair, and that's saying something. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I can't see him playing now or next year. Hmm. It's a shame because we've he's, 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 we've seen what he can do, but then we they don't call him the roller coaster for no reason either. Yeah. It's been a long time since he's played that consistent footy though. It's been yeah. at least three years since he's had a decent season. Two thousand eighteen is last good season I remember. And, uh, yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. I don't think the, I don't think the injuries has helped him help the cause either. No, nah. a lot of injuries. All, all I want is to make sure that he's remembered for what he was rather than what he ended up. Like, yeah. oh, it's, it's like Cam Smith retired at a certain time because he left with a great legacy, you know. And I, we all love what Benji, I spoke yeah. with Benji, what um, SJ has been doing in the past. And we want to make sure mm-hmm. we watch, we recognize how good he was and not how he's turned out. So, exactly. Exactly. Awesome. All right. Well, not much point talking about this one now, Glenn. Uh, Jerome Hughes, number 10 most traded in player this week. Yeah. I'll get on. Hughes. <laughs> bring him yeah. in, everyone. Bring, bring him in. in. Don't waste your last trade on him, mate. <laughs> uh, well, I tell you what, if you wanted a pod, although it's not the matchup for it, I was going to say Cooper Johns isn't a bad match, but I'll tell you one I wouldn't mind. But again, it's risky based on uh, games. Is Fogarty? Mm. <laughs> I really like it. I, I, I do. I yeah. mean, we were talking to Ty about it a, a couple of weeks ago. I think Ty brought him in a while ago. I was talking about bringing him in, and yeah, he's um. He certainly has has the ability and playing in that Raiders team while they've had the draw that they've had as they always get that nice, lovely draw for, I don't know, about 24 of rounds 25. um... He got 95 last week. And if you remember, he should have scored a, he made a beautiful line break and put a try in for that um, hooker. I can't think of who it was off the bench. Starling and Starling dropped it. Yeah, Starling dropped it, you know, like. Over the line. I'll I'll, I'll give you my super pod for the week. Absolute other super pod, and that's AJ Brimson. He mm. has been on fire the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Last two yeah. weeks. Oh, I'm he, surprised. He, he absolutely carved 
last week. He was so good against, was it Manly? I think last week he just saw him at Shred of a new one, mate. Um, I, I really like him as a trade-in this week. I, if I was able to bring a fullback or a half in this week, he'd be the one I'd be bringing in for sure if I had a trade. Yeah, it wasn't only last week though. Like um, no. I was, I was talking to a mate of mine in um in our head to head, and he was in the grand, grand final, and he needed to find a pod there, and he he brought it up. He goes, I may be thinking AJ, and I had a look at AJ Brimson. He was smashing out eighties and nineties the last four or five weeks yeah. since he's been put into five eight. So he's been going very very quite under the radar there. So I like that move a lot. Yeah. All right. Well, um. I'm not going to talk too much about the trade-outs this week. All I'll say is it's mostly Panthers players. Um, so <laughs> yeah, <it's> <laughs> I'll leave fun. that alone. Um, so what we'll do is move on now to the matchups and what we're looking at playing, sitting, whether we catch and VC in certain matchups. So I'll start with you, uh, Timmy, for the first game uh, of the week. That's uh, Storm versus the Eels. Um, any any matchups that uh, uh, entice you here? I don't know. I think it's going to be a pretty, pretty full-on game. I think if you've got... If you've got any from either side, I think you've, you've probably got to play them. Um, I think the Eels are so hot and cold, it's hard to know which Eels team's going to turn up. My understanding is they do have a pretty good record against the Storm, um, especially in, in recent years. But, yeah, look, it's it's basically finals footy. Um, what's going to be most interesting is which team really wants to win to uh, play against the Panthers. Uh, I think the winner will play Panthers in the first round of finals. So it's um, it's going to be oh, – it's, it's interesting. If you, if you finish fourth, uh, is that a booby prize or like what is it? I, I don't know. But it's it's funny. People have been talking about that a lot in uh, on other podcasts and stuff that I've been listening to this week. But I don't know. Like if, if you want to win, you've got to beat the best teams. It won't um, work that way. Can I just point something out? You're saying that's not actually correct. So if Eels and Storm, uh, if Storm win, they finish fourth. If Storm lose, they finish fifth. If Eels win, they finish fourth. If Eels win, fin- uh, lose, they finish sixth based on mm. their for and against. So mm. both sides will be coming out trying to win it. So it, you know, if you know what I'm saying. So I don't think that mm. scenario that we're talking about actually rings true based on that Eels can't, unless they thrash the Storm, which is very unlikely. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to add something else to that, Glenn, in that all, all these people have been talking it up saying that like it's it's the game you don't want to win. But I, I look at it in a different way. I would much rather prefer to play uh, play the Panthers first week of the finals when you finish top four and you get a second bite at the cherry rather than not play Panthers in the first week, play somebody else, go through to the next round, and then it's sudden death. So mm. um, it, once the draw, the top four and the bottom four cross over, like if, if you don't play, if you play Panthers in the first week of the finals, you don't play them again until grand final day. Yeah, so what last year? Yeah, I would much rather prefer to be playing Panthers week one of the finals. At least that way, if you if you drop out, you're on the opposite side of the draw to them, and then you might play them again in four weeks time. People have to be careful of sit starts this week too, because if by chance the Storm do beat the Eels, there's a very good chance that South and uh, Roosters rest players. And if the there's a few scenarios, so the Cowboys win, um, uh, lose, then the Sharks could possibly rest. There's there's all these different scenarios this weekend that could cause different knock-on effects. So anything you've got in the early games, you know, I mean, I w- if you've got Gutho or Sevo, I'd probably sit out if you can. First, uh, uh, Storm side, you don't really like playing backs against Penrith, Roosters, Storm, those kind of clubs. But mm. I would also just warn people this week that. 
sit starts might not always be an option for a lot of people. Yeah, I totally agree. It's gonna be hard, especially with people like a lot of people have like some people have Sevo, others have uh, Dylan Brown as well. Which yeah, is Brown. you have to play Brown, but it's also a pretty tough matchup for Brown in the middle there against the Storm. It might be better having Sevo because at the moment they're defending pretty weakly on the wings. No, but, I don't um, agree at all. There, <laughs> um, been, all, all year they've been doing they've been defending average on the wings. And what I was about to say was Dylan Brown versus Sevo. So, firstly, C- D- Dylan Brown's got the base, Sevo doesn't. Secondly, um, if you look at the scores uh, at Dylan Brown versus the Storm, you'll actually get a surprise. He's actually scored quite well against them in both times they've played is um I, I if i had a choice i mean you can argue and agree but I, i'm telling you now if i had a choice between sevos gutherson and brown based on base and this will be a base stat game i'd be playing dylan brown who also will have nas probably running at lane and brown so i imagine him doing a fair bit of defending but also on the reverse to that nas is quite slow which could also open the door for someone like dylan brown to get around mm. yeah fair call yeah Alrighty, let's move on to game two. Friday night, first game. The Bulldogs versus Manly. Roscoe, uh, thoughts there, mate? Well, does anyone have any players through the team? Oh, I brought in Fatale I mean, last year. I mean, I've, <laughs> I, mean, I've got, I mean, I've got Cherry Evans, and that's the only one I've got. But um, hey, I've, I've got, I've got the world's greatest player in Burbo. No, hmm. we've got no. The most look, I've got DCE. I've got Olakwatu. I'll play them both. I mean, I've got to play. I mean, everyone's going to be slim pickings with their teams this week with with all these Panthers players and that out. So I think hmm. you've just got to play pretty much play one you can. You know, especially in the teams in the earlier games, in case like Glenn said, if results go certain ways and other players don't play, then you're better off playing with players in the earlier games first. Absolutely. Just in case those other players don't play, mm-hmm. and then you you won't be able to you know swap them in or swap them out for anyone else in the later game. So I think you just got to play whoever you've got in the first few games and run with it. But yeah, I yeah, I mean Ola hasn't been scoring great, which has been a problem. But Manly's been terrible though, so that hasn't helped the cause. Yeah, you know true. DC's been playing DC's been playing terrible, but I'll play him this week because I have to. I'm going to play him over Paul A or someone like that anyway. So. Yeah, uh, I don't think I don't know if anyone owns any Bulldogs players. To be honest with you, I know you said you've got RFM, but I don't think anyone. No, owns anyone, so. I only got him as a joke. Yeah. But um, in saying that, I, I wouldn't mind playing like a Birdo if you had if, if you had that pod in Burton. Uh, I wouldn't play mind Ming. playing Burton. I'd oh, play yeah, Max Ming for sure. If you've got him. Yeah, yeah I, definitely. I, I think I've got to play Ming this week with all the players I've got out. On mm. the other thing too, I've got to play Burbo this week too. Out. <laughs> because otherwise, I don't have enough seats in the wings, and he's coming off the bench this week, so he'll probably get me five points. You're you're praying for a bit of a cold and flu bug to hit on the wing there, mate. So Burbo gets a starting spot. <laughs> uh, yeah, still, still, still only score ten points. Still, <laughs> I'm gonna I think he knocked out. He knocked out thirty last week, didn't he? I was I was getting a bit excited. Uh, excited. <laughs> Eighty minutes, he scored thirty points. So. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right, Glenn, we'll go to you, mate. And um, in my opinion, this is going to be the game of the week, mate. And that's Roosters versus South. We're looking forward to this one. Thoughts here? Yeah, well, my thoughts are, I mean, there'll be a lot of us very nervous about what happens with the first game as to whether or not certain players back up. You know, I could see Cody Walker, Latrell being rested. I could see Tedesco, Manu uh, being rested, uh, Angus. You know, there could be some mass restings in both sides. And looking at some of the bench players, you know, it's definitely making me nervous for that. Um, what happens in the first game could determine what happens in the third. But mm-hmm. I mean, again, I, I've got 16 players this weekend. So I, my sit-start situation is I'll be playing all of them. 
Uh, can I just go back to one thing you said a second ago? Uh, mm. Ola Kawatu, I actually like the matchup for Ola Kawatu this week. And look, I know that um, Manly haven't been playing well, but it's Kieran Foran's last game. And I just had this feeling that um, that they could turn up for this game. And look, based on what we've seen, I have no proof that that's going to happen. I mean, you know, based on what we've seen Manly do, but I'm actually going to go as far as to say I'm going to VC Ola Kawatu in this matchup. I, I nearly suggested it before when we were talking about him. Yeah. Mm. Well, the only thing I don't like there is if it's if it's Foran's last game, um, he's going to be wanting the ball and he runs that left edge yeah, that's a right. lot. He's been a in a in form this year as a five eight. He's been yeah. playing. I've been really enjoying yeah. watching him. He's turned back the clock quite nicely. Good footballer. Which is annoying the hell out of me because I got DCE on the other side. I want to give him the ball. So yeah, yeah. me too. Uh, it's a full full props to Foran. He's having a good little season there. So, uh, all right. Saturday's first game. I'll go to you, Timmy. Uh, this is gonna be a ripper, mate. New Zealand versus the Titans. This is gonna be like watching last week's last two games. Oh come on, two. Yeah, look, I don't know Warriors' last game of the season over at Mount Smart. Like, they, they just go up another gear. Yeah, it's, they um, do. I'm sure it's going to be an absolute packed house. Uh, like we're saying, could be SJ's last game. I reckon if they're ever going to step up to a game of football, this is going to be it. Um, they, they don't seem to be too, too far off the pace as far as full strength goes. Certainly, their starting 13 is, is pretty much their, well, getting close to being their best 13. So, yeah, look, I, I think it'll be a decent game of footy. Yeah, well, the the last two games were like of last week, they were the games no one wanted to watch. But because the teams are so evenly matched, they're actually pretty good games to watch in the oh. end. So, yeah. Alrighty. Um, and players players you like in this game? I'm I'm thinking you mentioned earlier Fafita. Um, I don't mind that. I think he's a good little player there. Um, and I can't argue at all with that pod move of AJ Brimson. Um, he's my um, favorite in this game. I like him a lot. So. Um, oh. I, I think obviously if you've got um, any of their uh, 11, 12, well, I was going to say 11, 12, 13, but not Isaac Leo. I think if you've got Tino, Fafita or Fermo, you, you're absolutely all over them. Mm. Um, they, all three of them have been playing really well lately. So, yeah, hats yeah. off to them. If they can start to build a decent football team around those three players, I think that's a good start. Yeah, I like it. All right, Fermo's been so good the last few weeks for them too. <laughs> He's yeah, stepped after, up quite after, a lot. After everyone sold him and he moved from the other, moved to the other edge, and he's just been on fire lately, scoring tries for fun. That bloke. Yeah. Kind of funny, like Fafita was out on the right edge, and the bloke didn't catch a cold for about twelve weeks, and then they <laughs> they move, they swap them both over, and then all of a sudden, Firma keeps getting ball out the right. <laughs> so, so they work out that their halves and and their spine can actually pass left side and right side. That's uh, what that's what happens. That's what happens when they finally drop um, Sexton. Oh, yeah, right. but Sexton. Sexton's been gone. And then when they stop bringing Proctor in and out of the team every second week, and I think mm. once they settle down on a forward pack, I, I think they've sort of started it's to just, work It's just them. made a bit massive difference having um having AJ in the house. It's made a massive difference for them. It really has. Yeah. And uh, one thing, I, I'm not I'm not going to say anything bad about um, Sexton because he's a young fella. And uh, one thing I will say is I've already touched on it last game was um how good Foran's going to be up there to guide uh, young Sexton because I think Foran's got a very great rugby league mind um, and I think he's going to help Sexton a lot and he's going to develop his game into his, he will be a good half I believe yeah. in the future yeah, but he probably won't even be playing the halves next year for and there will probably be four and Brimson next year 
Oh, I'm more thinking because Foran's not going to be playing for much longer. He's getting pretty old. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so I'm more thinking for the future. Yeah. So it'd be very good to sit back on the sidelines, take uh, like, take um, take the mentoring role, I guess, for Sexton yeah. and watch him watch him thrive in the future. Yeah. I think the the big plus too is obviously Foran's actually played some footy this year. So mm. he's he's been in and out of teams, injury and everything else for the last three or four years. Whereas this year he seems to be fairly consistently playing week in week out. I don't know what his actual tally is off the top of my head, but I, I don't think he's missed too many games this year. Mm, true, true. Uh, move on to the next game, Roscoe. Um, pretty important game when it comes to this game of things, I guess. Uh, St. George Dragons versus the Broncos. Um, there should be a few options here to play, I think, like the low maxes, maybe. I think you'd be nearly playing all your players in this game for either team, to be honest with you. Low max, um, Benny Hunt, if you own him, but he's, he was obviously pretty average last week, only getting 11 points or whatever mm. he got. Um, you know, if you've got Colbo, you're playing Colbo. You've got Harsh, you're probably playing him. Um, I don't know who else people would have in those. Can I just say something on Hass? It, I mean, obviously, I think people are going to have to play whoever they got this week. But with Carrigan back in the side, that will impact Hass. It will reduce his work rate and probably, possibly even his minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so if you are in a position better than others where you can afford to sit, start different players, you know, Mam's out as well this week. Um but Stags, I would be playing. Hass, I'd probably still play anyway. But if you're in a position where you've got a Tarpany and an IPAP and you're, you're, you're fielding well, you, you might consider with Carrigan there to leaving him out. I think, um, man, I think when Man was very unlucky to get dropped, I think he was actually Bronco, one of Broncos' best players last week. Yeah, but he ate his pretty... tackles. His, his tackle, it's his defence, mate. He, look, I own Man and I was hoping he played this week and I lost Cook, Man, Garrick. I've lost a whole stack of them and, as well mm. as my campers. And you... you in first grade, you need to defend better than that. Eight missed tackles is pretty ordinary. Yeah, yeah. I think um his his reads were very off. He likes to shoot out a fair bit, and he misses those tackles. He needs to make those ones if he's going to jump out. So that's a fair call. Um, what you just said, then. So that's something you'll need to learn is to trust his inside outside better. Yeah. So that when he is making those defensive reads, that his players can come in inside shoulder outside shoulder and help him. He mm. does shoot out of the line, which tends to leave him uh not only leave a gap but adds to his tally of missed tackles. Yeah. The only thing I will say on Payne Haas um, sort of counteracts a little bit of what Glenn was saying before. With um, Pat Carrigan back in the team, it does take, uh, it means that Payne Haas doesn't have to make every tackle in the middle of the field. So that really frees him up with energy-wise and things like that for when they've got the ball in hand. His um, his run metres uh, when Pat Carrigan is in the team seems to be higher than when Carrigan's not in the team. And I think it's just due to fatigue more than anything else. Uh, Paddy obviously makes 60 tackles a game and, and it takes a lot of pressure off Payne having to be in the middle and, and do some of the grunt work in defence. Whereas, um, yeah, I think he, when he's got the ball in hand, he's a, he's a lot more effective because he's got a lot more energy there. So he's potentially going to lose a bit of base, um, but have the potential for more upside, potentially. Like it might be... <laughs> A bit, bit riskier to play in, but it could work out for you. Yeah. All right, Glenn, moving on to the next game, the Saturday the Saturday night's last game. That's the Cowboys versus the New South Wales Cup Panthers. Uh, thoughts there, mate? Well, you'd be definitely playing all your cows. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, they, they're playing a reserve-grade side. They're playing at home and they've got something to play for. The Panthers have got a reserve-grade side that are just playing for playing football. But sometimes you can be nervous to those kind of sides the ones that are trying to prove themselves to get up to grade. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think that the Cowboys will win this game quite comfortably and and homes, drink water and the like, and even 
uh, Dearden's not there at the moment, but could possibly move in. Any of those players could score very well this week. Mm, yeah, 100%. Thoughts on Drinky as a possible VC or C this week? Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Either, either Drinky or even Holmes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, I like Holmes better. Yeah, keep with the goal kicking as well, always helps. Right. So. Yeah. Alrighty, okay. So game one on Sunday, I go to you, Timmy. That's Newcastle Knights versus the Sharks, mate. Um, thought to you, any obviously you'd be playing the Sharks quite easily. Yeah, look, if you've got any Sharks, you straight up, absolutely. Um, obviously it's Knights' last game at home for the season. Uh, last game for the season, but it's at home regardless. So, look, they'll have the home crowd behind them. But the only thing I worry about this with Sharks games is Sharks this season when they play crap crap opposition. They seem to, they're a bit like Manly. They just seem to drop the ball. They um, they don't seem to play to their full potential. So I don't know whether they sort of drop it back a gear or it's a mindset thing or what, I don't know. But Sharks games this year, when they're playing the poor opposition, they just don't seem to step up to the mark. They've, it's not like they've been putting 50 and 60 on teams that have been crap. Um, all of a sudden, it, it becomes like an 18-24 type scoreline. It's, um, yeah, it's... I don't know. It's it, it does worry me a little bit. Um, I know every man and his dog's probably going to have the captaincy on Nico, but yeah, I, this is one of those rounds, last rounds of the year, where going a pod captain might not be a bad thing. Can I just yeah. say something? Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt, but I, I really need to say this. So last year, uh, last week, Mulatalo played right wing. Nikovalu's back this week, and he'll possibly go to right wing, and Mulatalo mm. back to left. But whoever is on that right wing, whether it be Ikevalu or Mulatalo, I would go as far as to say they'll probably get a double, mm. um, just based against the way the Knights' defence and that's that side. So uh, I expect some good scores from the wingers and possibly even Ramian in that game. Mm. I agree. I agree with what Tim says too. They don't put scores on weak teams, and look look at last week. They were terrible against the Bulldogs. They won sixteen nil, and they played absolutely rubbish. Mm. They played a decent. They played a decent team last week. They would have got done. I'm telling you now. They were they were very ordinary last week. The Sharks. They just can't put an 80 minute game together and make decent scores. The Dogs have actually beat Pen. I think was it Storm and was it Penrith? The other one they beat. They I know they've beaten two big sides this year. One one of the things about the Cowboys, Dogs, I think it was. They, beat, they beat the Eels. They're up and in defence can frustrate sides. And one of the problems the Sharks have that we've all identified in previous podcasts is they're very selfish side. And because of their selfishness, it makes them easier to isolate in defence. And um, they need to get that out if they want to play finals football because they have the football side to go in with it if they Mm -hmm. play football. Yeah, 100%. I totally agree with that. They're very much like a one-man show, aren't they? Like it's... It's, it's that age-old saying you can have a team of champions or a champion team. They just seem to have that team of champions, mm. uh, which is interesting because a lot of the guys haven't won anything yet. Like, I know they've, they've still got some of their guys in the squad, but, I mean, Gal's long gone. Wade Graham's a dinosaur now. Um, but they, they just they just seem to be that team of champions that, that, that none of them like to pass. It's all about me. Look at me and um, hold the ball and run. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's not pretty to watch. That's for sure. It's not, it's not when you're in Talakai and bloody Mulatalo either. And they don't ever get any ball out there. Talakai ran 200 meters. He, he actually looked really good last week. I thought he ran 200 meters. He didn't get any attacking stats and he almost crossed. I, I actually like Talakai for this game too. I, I like the actual, I like both edges for this side, but I like the right side more. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that um that 
the they're gonna start the coach is gonna pull their head in and say we need to get right for finals yeah. footy now pull your head in and start playing like a team and that's what yeah. I'm hoping I, I don't know if it'll happen but they, they've got the skills to do it like it's just so frustrating like watching this team like it's like everyone wants, especially against the weaker teams they just go oh I'm gonna score a try now back when I was a kid playing under 11s I used to always go oh guess I guess my turn to score a try now and then it's just, it's all <laughs> one off stuff so I'm hoping that they can play as a team and put a big score and get some good points out of them. I'll just add one more thing. I think Lockie Miller is not doing them any justice. As good as a player as he, he is, he takes a little bit too many runs, whereas mm. Kennedy played that sweeping kind of play a lot better than Miller does. Miller, like, he's, he's another selfish player. He fits right into that stereotype mm. of them. Um, so I, I, they need Kennedy back. I, I, do agree, I do agree that they miss Kennedy. I mean, Kennedy at least, at least feed the ball to Mulatalo and Talakai, whereas... Yeah. You know, Miller Miller's not doing that, and neither right. neither's the other guys because the way Graham doesn't pass the ball either. So mm. yeah, they definitely miss Kennedy in that team. Is he back, sure. Ross? Do you know? Is I think he's supposed to be back week one of the finals. Oh, is that next week? Then? Yeah, mm. I think it should be next week. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, was that young fellow that had his debut on the weekend? I think it was his debut. Was that young Kiro? Um, oh yeah. Mate. Yeah, he had a shit. Poor bloke had an absolute shocker. He had a terrible game. Poor bloke. Yeah, that game reminded me of uh, Cobo's first game. His dad uh, had bad hands too. <laughs> the mm. in the family. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that literally that reminded me of um of of um yeah Cobo's first game. All these raps on this on Cobo when he came in and he dropped the ball so often in that first game. But then he got this flare and attack, and you see he looked really good with the ball when he when he was running yeah, properly. Yeah. Like he, he looked like a little bit of a Val Holmes um, style, but yeah, he's definitely a poor, poor, a baptism of a fire there, poor bugger. So a bit of nerves too, you know, coming yeah, in the first game of grade. Yeah, and, and, and defense gets up on you a lot quicker in first grade than it does in the lower yeah. grade. So I, I imagine the kid spent half his hands up here going to ball and laughing, looking what was coming at him, and that'll come to him in time. He, yeah. Kev, Kevin Iroh's kid, is it? Or relative? Is it related? Tony Iroh? Yeah. Mm. Kevin yeah. Iroh. All right, final game of the week. Uh, who do I went up to then? So that was uh, a great eruption, mate. Yeah, no, I was just thinking which person I have to talk to next. I think I spoke to. Um, doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. All right, we'll go to Roscoe's for fun. Uh, whatever. Uh, Tigers versus the Raiders. He comes <laughs> uh, smashing because uh, if or well, in saying that, if Broncos um if Broncos lose, then Tigers the Raiders won't care. No. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Probably just rest half their team. No, <laughs> probably not. Um, no, obviously, I don't think, you know, obviously, you're not going to have many Tigers. If you had Dewey, you'd play him, obviously. Yeah, of course. Pole, you'd play if you're probably stuck and you need the numbers. Um, but for the Raiders, you'd, obviously, you'd play all their players if you've got any of them. I mean, obviously, you're not going to have too many in that team other than Tarpany and maybe Hudson Young. But I think even he's a bit of a pod still, too. Often Gower, well, too. So. I often go, yeah, yeah, if you had him, you'd play him. But I don't think there'd be too many other Raiders players anyone would own. So, yeah, you just play them all. Could be, it could be, it could be decent. I don't know if it'll be a flogging. It might be an okay matchup, but it all depends on the result from the Brisbane game too. See how it pans out. Well, if the Brisbane team do lose, which is a possibility the way they've been playing lately, um, it could be. Raiders rest their players, and then you've got the Tigers versus the reserve grade Raiders side, which could be the same way the week ended last week with two high scoring matches, which is great for Super Coach. Well, they won't be able to rest too many players because they've only got a squad of what 24, isn't it? Yeah, is that right at the moment? It gets cut out 
cut the squad down Saturday, Arvo, mm. which the Broncos play. When do they play? Saturday night, is it they play? Yeah, yeah so that's the middle game, so 5.30. So their squad will be cut to 19 by the time the Broncos play. Mm. So you're going to... I don't know how that's going to work because they're not going to be able to cut... You know, they're not going to be able to rest too many players then. I don't yeah. think. Well, so oh, four o'clock. Yeah, you're right, Ross. Sorry. Yeah, mm. so the so the squad will get cut to 19 before the Broncos game is on. So yeah. you'll know. Yeah. Yeah, fair call. I'm going Tigers. I was going to say it at my little yeah. wrap-up. Um, I'm, I'm absolutely on the Tigers. It's a bit of a story. My, my little Blake Bailey and I have had a bet on my, uh, with my older brother all year. I've, I've mentioned before, he's a, a Raiders country member. And we've had a carton on this all year. So uh, the deal is my, my little bloke, uh, Bailey, the seven-year-old, uh, if um, if the Raiders finish higher on the table than the Broncos, we've got to buy Uncle Tone um, a uh, carton of beer. And if Broncos finish higher, then he buys me half a carton of beer and Bailey half a carton of soft drinks. So, um, <laughs> so it, it's been on all year. And my, my little seven-year-old, geez, he gives him some stick. <laughs> he, That's awesome. He likes to call himself favourite Uncle Tone, which uh, – about six six or twelve months ago, he, he got abbreviated to FU Tone. So, um, <laughs> so it, it's funny now. So that my little bloke doesn't quite understand why he keeps calling him FU Tone, but um, yeah, it's good value. <laughs> oh dear. Alrighty, guys, that pretty much wraps everything up for the round talk. Um, let's uh talk. Does anyone have any trades left before we even bother going to this section? Sex, sex? No, I used my last two last week in, yeah. uh, in my cashy, so I, I did pretty well. It's it's by far the longest I've ever held trades for throughout a season, hmm. uh, but that's the joys of being in fifteen to twenty thousand as opposed to uh, being in trying to fight it out for the top <laughs> top two fifty. And I used my last one last week. Yeah. Yeah, no, no more trade to me either. So we won't worry about our trade talk this week. So we'll go to vice captain and captain. So oh, go. <laughs> you lost there. You, you were head to head, mate. You don't need to worry about overall. So. Oh. <laughs> I don't, uh, I'll have to have a look first. Yeah, come back to me. Oh, I'll go to Roscoe then. You got any, any yeah, ideas, mate? VC Holmes. See you on uh, Hines. But it's got, I've got to have a look and see whether I can. Loop if I've got an NPR after the Cowboys game, but if not, I'll probably just straight see uh, Holmes. To be honest with you, mm, yeah, like it. All right, Glenn, you, any uh, thoughts to your? I just realised I've got actually seventeen. I forgot I got Pole. Ah, uh, sorry, I knew I had Pole. I forgot I had James Neil Brown. So mm. I've actually got exactly seventeen, which means I've got a free loop. But I'm actually like considering it. going Olakawatu. Um, mm. That's my VC, and then possibly um, something generic like uh, Hines. Um, but see how the week unfolds. I might do something stupid like go um, even um, Molotalo or um, Talakai. Just hopefully comes out for that big game and stuffs everyone. <laughs> <laughs> like it. Um, all right. So I haven't really put much thought to it. So I'm just looking up now what I think I might do. And even though it's going to be a, tight, a close game, I'm actually looking at maybe putting, um, if, if he plays, obviously, that's the Trell uh, VC uh, against the Roosters. He tends to set up against those big games there. So I reckon it'll be a very good game to watch. And I reckon he'll do it all right. And then at this stage, I'm looking at Nico as captain. I think it makes just complete sense uh, with against the, um, against the Newcastle Knights. So, uh, I, uh, I'm thinking, uh, yeah, look, if I don't get one of the big guns in the early games, I, I, I think VC Harry Grant or, or Munster is probably a, a smart play. 
um, just as a VC, especially if you've got a free loop like I have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I might go left field even with Drinky or uh, or I like Glenn's on Mulatalo. Mm. Very nice. Yeah, I considered Munster as, as an option. Mm. Especially now that he's playing fullback, it, it just he's just in everything. I mean, before mm-hmm. he he had his hands on the ball more, but I think when now that he's got that freedom and he's just behind the play that little bit further, gives him that little bit more time. And I mean, I don't think Munster knows what he's doing most of the time. It just <laughs> he's he's playing eyes up footy. It's, it's just he's just the energizer bunny. Yeah. Except, except for last week. <laughs> mm. Oh, alrighty. So, uh, considering Tim went last this time, so we'll talk about some bold predictions before we move on. So, uh, what are we looking at, Ross? Uh, all right, Holmes to turn up. Uh, Drinky to turn up. And AJ Simpson to turn up. Okay. I like that. I, I know even... they're pretty. I know they're pretty boring. They're not exactly bold, but yeah, that's why I was trying. I was trying to be nice rather than say how crap they were. I was just trying to be nice. Like, yeah, yeah, fair enough. So. <laughs> Have you ever watched football? All right, Glenn. Uh, you got any thoughts there, mate? Yeah, I've actually got four. So I've got Cameron Munster eighty plus. Mm-hmm. I've got Ola Kawatu ninety plus. Yeah. I've got Mulatalo or Ikavalu, depending on which one plays on the right to score a double. And then the last one, I've got Jamal uh, Jamal Fogarty, 90-plus. Okay. Love that one. Oh, I like him. I like it. Uh, yeah. I'm just going bold and, well, boring, but bold. Uh, I'm going to say Broncos make the, make the eight. Broncos beat the Dragons and uh, Tigers beat the Raiders. Mm. You're not yeah. going to get much more bold than that. <laughs> uh, one thing I will say is I'll ask you, how many points do the Broncos need to catch up on foreign against for that to actually work uh, still? It's like 50-something. <laughs> so they need to win by 25 and then the Tigers to win by 25 and then it's a sweep. <laughs> so... Yeah, well, they're even on points. So it's, um, yeah, so that's... Oh, so put the foreign against doesn't count, does it? Yeah, yeah so they've uh... just got to win. Broncos have to win, Raiders have to lose. Okay, that's, that's not as bad as I thought then. I thought it was going to be a foreign against issue. That's good. Alrighty. If they both uh, win, we're fucked. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> what a bloody if they both win, we're fucked. You're going to beat the Dragons by 51. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got one more bold prediction. Oh, uh, Latrell Mitchell to get sent off. <laughs> I don't think that's that bold in that game, just quietly. <laughs> I, I, I reckon there's going to be sin bins galore. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you know, Manu to take his head off again and get sent off. Yeah. <laughs> I think when you've got you've got all the big boys in the middle for both teams, like you've got Hargraves, you've got Lodge, then you've got Takaho on the other side. It's uh, like it's yeah, yeah. It's I don't think it's going to matter who, who's coming in uh, off the bench or whatever. I, I think they're going, they're going to make a mess, and they don't have Lindsay Collins there to back them up this week. So they don't have Radley, and they don't have Radley either. They don't have Radley, mm-hmm. so it, it's oh. going to be interesting. Those those three Roosters boys need to keep their heads on this week. The Bunnies don't have a lot of fire really, other than Burgess in their pack. They're not really a fiery forward pack. It's more Latrell and Burgess be the two to worry there. And Cody Walker. <laughs> yeah, well, Cody, saying, well, Cody Walker, Walker will market everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. hopefully JWH knocks him the fuck out. That would be my biggest concern. <laughs> yeah. All righty. Okay, my bold prediction, I'm just going to go to, um, uh, just for fun, Panthers are going to put a number on the Cowboys. They're going to have something to prove. These young fellas are going to try and make the 
make a statement and try and get in the first grade because they know how hard it is with the team they've got at the moment. Um, and it might be hard if Glenn's one comes true, but I'm going to go to the troll to go 110 plus. Um, so that might be very... If he gets sent off after getting 110, that, that doesn't count, does it? Because he loses those points. So he can get 125 <laughs> and then get sent off and then I'll, we'll be both winning that one. I think Panthers at the line this week is actually a good bet. Yeah. What is the line? You got that? I think it's 18, 18 or 9, 18, 5 or 19. Oh, geez, yeah, it was only up. 11 and it's moved up to 18.5 or 9. Yes. So oh. I, I just don't see them getting that. <laughs> through, through the app at the moment, obviously this is through Bluebet. So they've got um, Cowboys at $1.11 to Panthers six fifty. dollars <laughs> What's at the line, do you know? Uh, it doesn't say because it's I've just through, through the Supercoach app. Yeah, I think Sportsbet was 18.5. I think Top Sport was 19. Like, look, don't quote me on that. I've got a memory mm. like a sieve. Yeah, that's a good bet though. I like the Panthers on the line because they're gonna they're gonna come with their culture. They're definitely not gonna be as good as the first grade side, but they're gonna have that culture. They're gonna defend reasonably well, not as good as first grade, but yeah. Alrighty, guys. Unless there's anything else to say, that about wraps everything up for this week. Um, everyone's all spoken. Yeah, the, all line, the line's not the line's nine and a half. Nine and a half. It's nine massive. and a half. Yeah, I knew that's it was a massive line. Mm. Yeah. yeah might jump on that and get it going. Yeah, okay. good idea. Jump on now. Yeah, back, gamble, gamble back. responsibly. And gamble, 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 uh, with the super coach being finished, so join in next week, guys. Um, and then yeah, enjoy the rest of your week and hope you uh, get a nice little finish uh, in round 25. Peace out. Good night, everyone. Awesome. Stay safe and be good. I want to win, I want that trophy. I want that trophy. I want that trophy.